was around that time. Um, I was struggling a lot. I had had heart problems a little bit earlier. I'd gone to the emergency room. I had a, uh, pacemaker slash defibrillator installed in my chest. I suddenly was feeling mortal again. Like I was eight years old and I was struggling a lot mentally. Um, and that song became just, it was just such a thing of peace that came out of me when I felt so turbulent. Nate Wait is this episode of Saints Channel Studios, and if you've ever met a guy who you're just like, man, I want to be friends with that guy, that guy makes me feel better about myself, about who I am as a person. He's a dad and a musician. Uh, he finds purpose through his music, but most importantly, he finds his way through life's struggles through his music. We go into a deep dive about mental health. One of the overwhelming messages that I got from talking with Nate is that we're worth it. Each and every one of us is worth it, no matter what, no matter who we are, no matter what we've done. And so get ready to feel good. It's a great episode of Saints Channel Studios. Uh, great to have you here. So excited to be able to talk to you about uh, music, inspiration, yeah. hope, and uh, man, a lot going on in your life right now. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> it's yeah, it's real. It's Let, real this weekend. Let's just dive right into it. You are a father yet again. Yep. As of Friday, Saturday at four in the morning. I think I've slept about five hours in the last three days. So <laughs> we'll see how this goes. <laughs> how uh, how how's mom? How's baby? They're both really good. They're good. They're both home sleeping. One of which will do that a lot, and the other one of which doesn't do that a lot, but she is today. <laughs> so a couple kids uh, being a musician, making a, a life out of music that that is not an easy road to hoe for sure. Definitely not. But I mean, luckily I have tons of support. I mean, especially for my wife, she's she's amazing. She's uh, all about helping me accomplish this, so that you know she can accomplish her dreams and my family. So we're in this together, and she's yeah, she's pretty amazing. So. You know, they, they can be some of the, the greatest motivating factors, right? Yeah. You want to be able to, to give her everything through what you're doing and be there for yeah. her. How do you guys manage it? Um, lots of prayer, <laughs> lots of faith. You know, we're kind of walking in the dark. We're, we don't, we're living in my grandparents' basement. We had put in an offer for a house and lost it, and then our landlord kicked us out of our apartment. So we were kind of like, great, we're going to have a baby, and we don't have anywhere to live. But my grandparents are amazing. They took us in. So we're... You know, we're living in a basement. <laughs> we don't, we're kind of in the dark. We keep trying to find places to live. And so a lot of faith. I mean, we, we know that we're going to be taken care of, you know, just from past experiences in both of our lives. Um, we have a lot of patience with each other. She has much more patience with me than I'm sure <laughs> that I deserve. Um, you know, as I try to make this work and I try to make the moves and play the game and do everything that it takes to make it. Um, and she's just right there next to me. And so she's, she is the best thing in my entire life. You know? Let's talk about how you know that you're going to make it. You say you and your wife have both had experiences. Give me an idea of, of when something has come through for you that gives you faith that it's going to work out for you in well, the future. Even meeting her was a huge thing. I'm like, like if you've seen my wife, I'm, you look at me and you're like, mm, yeah, you got real <laughs> lucky, homie. <laughs> like, so, yeah, I mean, just... The way that we met even was was kind of just crazy, you know, the whole bunch of different steps that led up to us meeting. I was doing musical theater up before I met her. I was like all about the musical theater world. And I decided like, 
you know, I want to write music. I want to change people's lives with music. And as soon as I made that decision, it was just kind of like, I started meeting the people that I needed to meet. I started learning the things I needed to learn. I went to school at BYU for a little while for the commercial music program, learned so much there, met amazing people there. And um, so it's just, you know, a lot of accidents, you know, as, as you might call them, but yeah. that I know are not accidents that have just kind of told me that I know that God is going to take care of my family, you know, regardless. And, and one day, you know, he may tell me, yeah, no, music's not for you. This isn't what I need you to be doing. And I'd be like, cool, that's good. So what do you want me to do? You know what I mean? Like, that's kind of the way that I've kind of felt about it. And that comes from a lot of my past. Just, you know, I've had health problems and I was born with a heart defect. And, you know, just a lot of things in my life that I know that it's like the Lord will tell me where I'm supposed to go. You know, and he's taken very good care of me as long as I've been a good boy. <laughs> you know, but uh, even when I'm not, I know that he's still taking care of me. But um, so that's been it. Kind of just a lot of steps you know, people that I've met, opportunities that I've had, even doing this, you know, this is such a cool opportunity for me to do, you know, and it's just one more thing that I'm like, well, I think, you know, if I really was terrible and I really wasn't supposed to do this, I'm sure I wouldn't get invited to things like yeah, this. Right, right. Know? So so that's kind of my feelings about it and my wife's as well. And so when I get discouraged, she's like, remember, you're doing all these things. You've met all these people, these, you know, so don't get discouraged because I can't afford to let you get discouraged you know? <laughs> and neither can our kids. You know? <laughs> so, yeah. You talk about the difference between uh, like coming from musical theater, obviously where those are lyrics and songs that yeah. are already written for you. Yes. Uh, now you come into a, a time where you're the musician, where you're writing the lyrics and you're writing the songs. Yeah. How is that different for you? Uh, for me, it really didn't change that much because, you know, it, Artists, you know, we try to be as authentic as possible. I mean, I'm super big about just trying to be myself. Like, I'm an awkward dad, you know, but that's my artist. You know, that's who I am. Yeah. But but I feel like, you know, even when you are authentic as an artist, you're still playing somewhat of a character, you know, when you go on stage, especially to perform. You know, it's just, that's just what you have to do to make it entertaining, first of all. But for me, you know, and I, I think for a lot of artists who are doing that is that their character is their real self. Hmm. You know, that's at least for me. When I go on stage and perform, I really feel like that's who I am. You know, that's who I, that's where I truly feel comfortable. That's when I feel like I'm being who I'm supposed to be. And so, you know, I, my musical theater background, I wouldn't have nearly the performance ability that I would now. I, I love performing live on stage. Um, I love interacting with fans. I love doing that. And that's all things that have come from my musical theater background, being able to put on a character and, and it kind of helps with nerves too. You know what I mean? I can put that. And it, it was, I guess a little weird at first going out and being like, Oh, I don't have a script. I don't have you know what I mean? anything to protect me. It's like, this is my songs. This is me. And it's like, but if I'm able to go into that place where it's like, you know, you just, you, you perform, you just go out and perform, you yeah. know? And that, yeah. So not a huge difference for me, but definitely, have been able to take a lot from the musical theater into the music world for sure. You talked also about uh, a heart defect or, or some heart things as, as far as young, and then <laughs> yeah. you just sort of breeze right past it. Yeah, you know, my heart's dying, but yeah, it's um, fine. <laughs> um, no, I, yeah, I was, um, I was born with a heart defect called complex transposition of the great vessels. Don't quote me on that name, no, but you and know, that seems like something you should like. like <laughs> complex rattle of the great vessels, the great. Yeah. not the little, not the <laughs> semi-great vessels, the great vessels. Uh, so yeah, ba essentially it means that my pulmonary was in the wrong place when I was born. My pulmonary artery was in the wrong place. So I was uh, born on a cold day on, in November and 
they took me to the nursery and they came to my mom and said, we found a murmur. We're going to check it out. Mm-hmm. And then the next thing she knew, they brought me in and said, give him a kiss. He's getting on a helicopter because he has to be life flighted to primary children's. Uh, and so, yeah, I uh, had a couple surgeries when I was like a newborn. And then when I was three, I had an open heart surgery to actually correct the valve problem. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so I've lived with that most of my life. And then I had another replacement when I was 15, again, to replace the valve because I outgrew the first one Yeah, because I'm such a big boy. <laughs> and um, and then, yeah, so I had the other one replaced when I was 15, and just kind of something I've lived with my whole life. Uh, so And that's why I say before, like, God has definitely taken care of me because I struggled a lot in my life, you know, mentally, emotionally, with, you know, dealing with this as a kid, you know what I mean? Um, and so he's always been there to take care of me. And, you know, he even just finding out that I could sing and that I enjoyed music was a life changing. You know, I, I grew up when I was a kid, I always wanted to play sports. Mm-hmm. I love sports. And like, I was a huge football fan. Um, I played soccer for a little bit, but it, you know, as I just got older and the other boys got older, it's just, they could run a lot farther than I could. You know, I get tired super quick and mm-hmm. you know, I couldn't run as fast. And it, I was, yeah, I was a very unhappy kid after that point. You know what I mean? I just was like, and I was angry. I was angry all the time at, my parents, I had a lot of trust issues. I went to therapy because I was just, I was a terrible child. <laughs> my poor parents. I was mean to my siblings. I mean, I really was just a piece of work. Mm-hmm. And, but it really was because I, I had a lot of built in questions and anger and resentment and, um, insecurities and things that, you know, when you're eight, you know, you know, I'm eight years old and I'm laying in bed, like I'm going to die tonight. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, those are the kind of nights that I would have. And and I don't ever want to be like, poor me, but, and, you know, because it, then it made it. So I was so angry that I couldn't make friends and then I felt picked on and then I felt bullied, and, yeah. you know, and so then it just made it worse. But literally there was just, you know, I was probably 10, 11 and I had done some theater stuff before. Like I knew that I could sort of sing because my parents were both singers and, you know, we're a musical family. Sure. And so, but, I remember uh, it was like around that age when I went to like junior high that I really was like, no, I can like sing, like I, I can like sing. And, and I realized that I loved music and it gave me a purpose. You know, I was like, I can't, I can't play sports, you know, and, but it gave me something to live for and something to care about. And it gave me a purpose that I didn't feel like I had had before. And I became a completely different person. I mean, I'm still, I'm sure I was still a little demon, but you know, I I was, I felt, I even remember being that age and finding out that music was a part of me and and that something that I really needed to do in this life. And I became a happier person. I remember I was just like, wow. Yeah. And I learned to play guitar. I picked up the guitar when I was like 11 and I, started playing guitar, I started singing and like girls started talking to me. I was like, this is sweet, you know, (laughs) like, you know, so it just, yeah, that's kind of how my, you know, so I, I trust God with everything, you know, because he gave me that. He showed that to me that, look, I didn't send you here with nothing. Like I didn't send you here, you know, even though you're never going to be a quarterback. Sorry. yeah, exactly. sorry. Yeah. Yeah. We gave that all to Tom Brady, yeah. you know. So, you know, so I'm like, even though you never be a quarterback, we, you do have something to give and something that I'm giving to you. You know, I feel like it is. Every artist has a responsibility from God. I, I believe that 100. percent That mm. this is a very powerful gift, you know, that we have. And so, 
I'm just really grateful that he picked me to have it. So I want to uh, I want to hear it. I want to see it. Okay. Would you be willing to to share one? Probably not. No. But, <laughs> Forget it. But all right, we'll see you. Okay. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Thanks for being here. <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, yeah. So this song is called One Day. Um, I actually wrote this. It was last year I wrote it. Uh, I was on tour with uh, JTM and Jay Warren, and we were flying from Portland to San Francisco. I think we were coming on our way. I think the tour was over. We were just hopping airports to get back home at this point. But I, I've, always, I've always wanted to live by the ocean. My mom is from California, mm-hmm. and so um, we've been to California a lot. So I, the ocean is where I will be one day. You know, like yeah. when, I, when I vision my dream life, it's, beach house. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's just, I love it. It's always my place of peace. It's, you know, when I meditate or when I have my time to myself, I always picture the beach. I picture the ocean. Um, and so I wrote this song that, well, so I was, I was flying over into San Francisco and I was, you know, because it was such a short flight, we didn't really get super high and I could see the coast the whole way down. And I was just like, man, one day I'm going to live by the ocean. And I was like, that's a song. And so I started, I like, grabbed my napkin and I'm like humming to myself. And the guy next to me is like, this dude's crazy. I'm like, shut up. It's a good song. <laughs> I was like, be quiet, you know? So, uh, anyway, yeah. So I, I wrote that and started writing it. And then Casey Renshaw, um, is a good friend of mine and he, uh, helped me kind of finish it, wrap it up. Um, and it turned into this. So one day I'll live by the ocean. Just pack up a suitcase and leave Cause the waves on the shoreline Are calling me home like This is where you're meant to be One day I'll live by the ocean I'll never need anything more In the sky up above and the water below your smile as I walk through the door But oh, you tell me It all sounds crazy But sometimes crazy is all that we need So hold my And planned every day in the sun Watching our kids play forever and always You're teaching us all about love One day we'll live by the ocean And somehow get lost in the sunset Till the moon and the stars They start guiding us home And they'll watch over us as we rest But oh, you tell me It all sounds crazy But sometimes crazy 
Listen, I'll go to the ocean with you. <laughs> I have to ask you, as you were singing that, uh, your eyes so tightly closed. Are you envisioning yourself oh. there in the ocean? Oh yeah, hundred. Me, my wife, my kids. It was. It was definitely. Um, you know what turned? What started as a yeah, I'm going to live by the ocean one day. Quickly turned into because around that time, um, I was struggling a lot. I had had heart problems a little bit earlier. I'd gone to the emergency room. I had a. Uh, pacemaker slash defibrillator installed in my chest i suddenly was feeling mortal again like i was eight years old and i was struggling a lot mentally um and that song became just it was just such a such a thing of peace that came out of me when i felt so turbulent you know inside that um it's very special it's now kind of become my two-year-old's lullaby he loves it and which is great i mean it was it's really special to kind of our family in general that you know, so, I mean, it's doing well publicly, you know, <laughs> it's doing great on like Spotify and everything, but really it's a, it's a special song for the three, now four of us. But, um, yeah, so I'm definitely envisioning whoever, you know, me and my kids, however many that may be, no more than four, <laughs> but, you know, uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, us at the, at the beach and, and really even just in a place of peace. And that's what I hoped it would be for other people was that, you know, regardless of where your place of peace is, I just hope that one day you can find that, you know, and that's what, where that is for me. My family on the beach is perfect. I like this story too, where so many artists will talk that they're writing from the heart yeah. and where your literal heart has had to <laughs> was, go through so many different surgeries, operations, yeah. changes. I'm sure that you've seen that within the music from where you started from oh, yeah. being able to let go of that angry eight year old and then re-letting that go as the twelve year old and yep. and and now in into adulthood. When people listen to your music, what do you hope they get from it? Um I don't I don't think I would ever presume to tell them what I think they should get out of it. I just hope they get something out of it, you know. Um you know, I my vision of success as an artist you know, a lot of, I've talked to other artists about this, that we all have this picture in our head that's like, I've made it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And for me, mine is standing on a stage 
with thousands of people singing a song together that I wrote, you mm -hmm. know, and that's, and having a changing experience. The video I always watch, I don't know if you've seen that video that kind of circulated on social media. It was a couple of years ago of, um, there was a kid, I think, who had autism that was at a Coldplay concert with his dad mm -hmm. and he was singing Fix You and he's yeah. just bawling. And I just bawl. I'm like, that's it. That's like that. That's it. I still, you know, I still change me. It's something I'll never forget. You know what I mean? And so I, I just hope that that's what I can create. I write music so that one day I can perform it live. That's, you know, I, I write music so that I can create an experience in a live setting. You know, that's so individually what they get, I, you know, that's up to them and, and God, but I just hope they walk away with something. Nate, let's talk about the uh, musicians that inspired you. Mm. Big or small, who are they? Uh, so first I would say uh, the person who, well, it was a person who... I mean, I'm right here. Let's yeah. <laughs> let's get past me and go to definitely, the musicians. Definitely you. Oh, thank you, thank you. <laughs> so number one. Number two would be uh, my uncle, uh, my uncle Dan, who's my mom's little brother. Uh, he was the first person that I ever... I mean, he was a rock star to me. Mm -hmm. You know, when I was a kid, he was just... He was in a band. Uh, they opened for Kansas. They were, right. you know, they had a lot of success. Super fun. I still love their music this day. And then their success just disappeared <laughs> like dust in the wind. <laughs> exactly. Thank you. Perfect. Good dad joke. Thank bravo, you. bravo. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he was my first, um, yeah, kind of my first person that I really looked up to as a musician. And he was so close to home and it was like, you know, and he'd, you know, play the guitar with me and indulge me and jam when I, you know, could play one note and mm -hmm. stuff. But um, yeah, and so he was my first, um, I, my guitar playing, so I play electric guitar a lot. It started as very inspired by any of the, you know, classic rock guitar players. I was big into Slash, mm -hmm. Jimmy Page. I then moved into, you know, Jimi Hendrix, Stevie Ray Vaughan, um, some of the other blues stuff. And then John Mayer, I would say, is probably one of the biggest influencers for like just the whole songwriting guitar playing thing. What about it? What about John Mayer? Uh, John Mayer is a killer songwriter okay. and very good guitar player. Um, that, and that's for me, I mean, like his guitar playing is to me probably the best of our generation hmm. like it's so so good like every time i watch him play guitar i'm like yeah that's yeah <laughs> yeah that's it yeah that's you you should be translated by the guitar gods <laughs> this minute so <laughs> but uh yeah uh john mayer is a big one uh james arthur i love james arthur's music i've recently so i produce i'm also a producer mm -hmm. um i've been producing a lot for jay warren um and um so I've been really big in R&B and soul. I'm a huge fan of um, P.J. Morton and um, uh, J.P. Cooper and uh, a lot. Yeah, really big into the neo soul and the, the R&B right now as a producer. And um, but that's also kind of now influenced my songwriting. A couple songs I have in the works are a little more soul, mm -hmm. you know, a little more upbeat, not so, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, not so strummy, but. Uh, you, you talk a, a lot about inspirations. We've talked about it. Um, you know, your uncle, we talked about uh, bigger named inspirations as yeah. well. Have you had anyone that's come to you and said, man, Nate, you have inspired me. You have helped me along my journey. Um, only about their hair. Somebody <laughs> told me, they're like, I've modeled my hair after yours. I'm like, well, it doesn't get much better than that. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> you know, I play music, and they're like, "No, no, I didn't. no, no, I don't, I don't yeah. care what you do. I just saw your picture on Instagram." <laughs> um, no, I mean, I'm gonna feel terrible if I can't remember. And somebody has. I know that I've had people message me. Like I had a one of the coolest things that I had a 
a girl from France who messaged me on Facebook and you know, I'm obviously I don't know this person, but she messaged me and just said, your song one day is like, it was right when the quarantine, you know, everybody, the whole world was quarantined. Yeah. She's like, you know, I live in France and we're quarantined and your song has kind of helped me escape. So I really appreciate that. You know, I'm not, you know, if, if they've never approached me, that's okay. You know, I'm, if, if it, did inspire them in ways. I've had friends who say, you know, I really am inspired by your songwriting and stuff, which is awesome. I mean, I'm all about that. But If we can take a chance to get emotional a little bit, I guarantee you that you're a kid that says, oh. Dad, sing me, a, sing me a lullaby at two years old. Like, yes. you, you know that he's just looking at Dad like, Dad, I, is, I my, Dad is my Superman. <laughs> and I, then I put him on timeout for smacking me in the face, and then he changes his mind completely. Yeah. But, no, yeah, I, I do hope that. I hope that I can inspire my kids to do whatever they feel like that. that. And that's my big thing. I'm like, I, because I came from that place, I didn't feel like I could do what I wanted to. And then I found this thing and, you know, I've had people tell me, yeah, you shouldn't do this. And I've had people tell me, yeah, you should definitely do this, you right. know? And I've had to go through both. And so I, I do hope that through my success and through what I can accomplish with music that my kids then can see, we can do whatever we want. Yeah. We can do, we can do anything in this life. Um, because really we can, I mean, the only thing stop, and this is my wife says this to me all the time. She's like, she's like, babe, the only thing that is going to stop you is you, you know, mm-hmm. is and because she's like, I have a hundred percent confidence in what you can do, and so if that relationship that we have together as I'm doing this can rub off on our kids, that would, I mean, yeah, pack them off. They're good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so can we get you to play another one, of course. Yeah. Um. So this song. Sorry, I'll get closer to the microphone. So this song is called Alone. Um, it's uh, It was a song that, so my wife, I'm telling you, my wife is my, is, she's my... Yeah, hold on to her. Yeah, <laughs> no joke. <laughs> she, uh, she said, I want you to write a song in a day. Just as like, she's like, go in, and I was like, all right, are you going to give me a topic? And she said, yeah, I want you to write about mental health. Mm-hmm. And that's what she told me. And so I, in a day, wrote this song called Alone and... Um, the at that time when she did that, um, I was struggling a lot still with uh, depression um, and my own insecurities. I had just I had just auditioned for The Voice, which was the season that just ended just this last one. I had auditioned for The Voice. I got really far. I got right before the TV, mm. the blinds mm. got cut, and and I was feeling super, you know, just like really bad on myself. You know, I was just feeling like I. I couldn't, I, I really like for that time, I was like, I can't sing. Like I, I can't sing, you know? And, and it wasn't, you know, cause I understand those shows. It's like, it's just a big puzzle piece. I just got to make a show, you know, but it, if that would have just been the case, but I really felt like I genuinely did a bad job. <laughs> so like, I came home, I was just a wreck and it's still, you know, I'm still something I'm kind of still climbing out. I still now like get a little more nervous than I used to performing. Cause I'm right. just like, but so I was struggling a lot with that, with um, my own, you know, demons, as you will, inside of me. And so that's what I, so for this song, I was kind of writing it from the perspective of her, Hmm. of how much she's helped me through this. And she was, I mean, we just had our first baby a little bit before that, and he was born at 28 weeks and that was a whole crazy thing. And so she was dealing with her own stuff, her own postpartum anxieties and things like that. Um, And she still was able to reach out and try and help me keep pushing me to do this. And so I wrote the song called Alone about how nobody should, um, sh- nobody should have to cry alone. I'm going to speak the lyrics because 
I kind of mumble when I sing. So just so everybody understands what the lyrics are. Um, so they're, I will stay with you until the rain stops pouring. I will be there just to help you through the storm. Because no matter what you tell me, I'll be there in the morning. I'm not trying to say you're not strong, but no one should have to cry alone, is the lyrics. So. The sun is out and the sky is blue And the whole wide world is a perfect kind of way I want to go out and enjoy it with you But I know it's hard to go outside today I know you feel tossed by the waves in your head And the fear and all the doubt are making you feel small But no matter how rough or crazy it gets I promise you I'll be there through it all I will stay with you until the rain stops pouring I will be there just to help you through the storm Cause no matter what you tell me I will be there in the morning I'm not trying to make you feel like you're not strong no one should have to cry alone Oh, believe me I will never run away from you You can give me all your bad days, baby If you want to And if sometimes the sun feels Just a little far away I promise to bring some light to you I will stay with you until the rain stops pouring I will be there just to help you through the storm Cause no matter what you tell me I will be there in the morning I'm not trying to make you feel like Strong, it's just no one should have to cry alone whenever you want me, whenever you need me, whenever you can't sleep, I'll be there. Whenever you want me, whenever you need me, whenever you can't sleep, I'll you are worth it. You are worth it. Oh. Can we try something? You want to sing something with me? Sure. Um, and then I want everybody who's listening to sing too. So in your car or at home, I want you to sing this part with me. And whether or not you're talking to yourself or somebody else, I think this is important for everybody to understand. You 
Pretty awesome. Thank you. A discussion about, um, you know, about men- about mental illness is something that twenty years ago I don't think we would have seen. Yeah. Not even nearly as much ten years ago. Yeah. Now, as we realize it, it affects a lot more people than than probably we ever really know yeah. because so many people suffer alone. Yeah. Uh, as, you, as you've seen that, to those that are maybe hanging on, white knuckled, trying to make their way through it, what would you say to those folks? Um, keep hanging on, <laughs> um, you know, and, and I think this song applies to, to, I mean, there's, there's a lot of groups, especially today that are, you know, struggling. they feel like they're in the dark, those struggling with mental illness, those in the LGBTQ, LGBTQ community, the, in the black community, especially right now, there's a lot of things that are very relevant to, I think this idea that we shouldn't ever allow anybody to suffer alone, you know, especially, um, as God fearing people, you know, at least that's the way I feel about it. And, um, yeah, I, I think for those people, it's for one reach out. I mean, that's having my wife, like, I mean, this is, I feel like a broken record at this point, but my wife, my wife, my wife, my wife, my (laughs) wife, uh, is huge for me. Um, and having somebody like her that is so willing to jump in the dark with me and reach in the dark for me, you know, is huge. Um, and so I think, reaching out to people is, is the biggest thing. Um, cause there's been other people and my, you know, that have helped me with, with things that I've struggled with. Of course, my parents and, you know, um, as I've struggled with things when I was a kid and then when I got married, they're like, yeah, he's your problem now. So <laughs> you got this. That. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think for those people, I just say, just hang on and remember that my wife and I are actually releasing a song soon and we have a lyric in there. It's a, it's a love song, more of a love song, but there is a line in there that says, it's hard to see beyond forever, but life's got a way of getting better. 
And mm. I think that's, you know, that I would, what I would say to people is that it will get better um, eventually, you know, in the moment it does, it, it seems terrible. And, and I've been in those places where it's just like, I, you know, I'm like online looking up computer programming schools. I'm like, I can't do music anymore. I just yeah. can't do this. I, I can't. And my wife's like, mm, close the computer, <laughs> go back in your studio and finish the song, you know? Um, so yeah, just keep going and keep doing what you're doing and, and know that I, as an individual support you, you know, whoever is out there needing it. Um, you know, my friends in the LGBTQ community, my black friends, my friends struggling with mental illness. Um, I want to be a person who they can reach out to. Um, so, yeah. You want to do a fun song? Yeah. I'll join you song. in something. I don't, it's got to be something I know if I'm going to join you. Yeah, make one up. You join it. Make a song up. Uh, I'll make a song up with you. What do you want to sing? Uh, all right. So I'll play, I'll play chords, and then you come up with the main melody, and I'll do stuff off. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Sitting here with my friend Nate mm. Love him, he is so great uh. He wasn't very late That's why I love Nate <laughs> Sitting here with you, my friend Is the best thing that I've ever done Now that this podcast is over Maybe we should go and try to have some fun <laughs> Not that it wasn't fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh.